This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Good afternoon. Welcome to episode 50 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. My name is Mike Sedita, and I am lucky to be joined today by Shaq Whiting. He is the owner of the Ice Cream Palace in Port Ritchie. Shaq, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. If you're if you're not really familiar with the Good Neighbor Podcast, we started in 2020 in Southwest Florida during COVID. You know, everybody had to be socially distant. We couldn't get up and high five anybody and we couldn't be in anybody's space within six feet. So a gentleman by the name of Charlie McDermott started the Good Neighbor Podcast as a way for businesses like yours and mine to get out into the community so that people knew what was going on with your business. And it's real straightforward. You and I are just sitting here, a couple of business owners here in Pasco County, talking a little bit about what you do, a little bit about what I do, and letting people get to know who you are. And then, um, you know, the cool thing is the Good Neighbor Podcast is now national. So we are from Virginia to Atlanta to Tampa. We're all over the country. And I'm the person fortunate enough to get to talk to business owners like you here in the Tampa metro market. So with all that being said, tell us a little bit about your business. Well, I own uh, the Ice Cream Palace here in Pasco County. Um, we sell ice cream. <laughs> uh, we get our ice cream from the Ice Cream Club. Uh, we do not make anything. Um, and we are strictly ice cream. That was something we were uh, very uh, adamant about when we bought it. Um, I bought the business for my daughter. She's 15 now. Um, she actually be 16 in two days. Um, oh, but, happy <laughs> early birthday. Um, uh, we were customers. We walked in and one night it was just the two of us and the owner. And he whispered to her at the register, do you want to own an ice cream shop? And she, of course, said, yes. I walked away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not an ice cream uh, eater, believe it or not. I, I'm not a sweets person. Me um, either. I mean, so, I'll have ice cream. I like ice cream occasionally, but yeah. my go-to is going to be a steak and, and potatoes, not really sweets. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a hearty food. I want a meal. Uh, right. I'm not really like a sweets person, but, you know, we made it work. Um, she had her little conversation with him, and about uh, two weeks, she pestered me at home uh, day and night about getting that ice cream shop. I thought it was a joke. But I did go back down and I talked to him uh, without her knowing. And a month later, I had keys in my hand. So, <laughs> all right, wait, wait. So we got to slow down for a second here. So, your daughter's going to be sixteen in, in a couple days. How long ago was this? That we're like, how long have you owned the ice cream palace? So uh, we just hit our uh, one year anniversary two months ago. Okay. Then- all right. So. So she's 14 when this is going on. You guys are having ice cream. She's excited about it. Is she an entrepreneur like you? Uh, clearly she is. Is she a shrewd negotiator? Did she get all the sprinkles thrown in for free? What was the negotiating tactic that she used? She smiled and he said, here's the keys. Uh, she pestered me pretty good. Uh, she, she is definitely uh, good at negotiating. Uh, she typically uh, will we'll find a way to get what she wants. I'm not an easy uh I'm not easily manipulated with her, so I do make her work for it. Um, but she put up a good good argument. Um, I, I even used, uh, I told her to uh, go pray about it. 
um, <laughs> which I guess was not really a good idea. Yeah, she can manipulate that, man. You <laughs> must have played hard because I went back. She played real hard. So, so, uh, <laughs> so the uh, the question I have for you is: You said um, you get all your ice cream from the ice cream house, so everything is pre-made coming in. Is it almost like? Uh, and listen, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the expert in this. I'm I'm the expert in eating ice cream occasionally, not running a business about ice cream. Is the ice cream house similar to like what a guy might get on like a tr- like a ice cream truck? Is everything prepackaged stuff, or do you guys have soft serve there and scooped ice cream there? Like, what is the inventory like? So we only have uh, hard packed ice cream. I'm not a fan of soft serve just because the machines are hard to keep. Yeah, up. they're hard to keep and clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I did research it because a couple people did ask, but right. Going through it, even talking to some owners who have soft serve, it, it's just it's not. A, a it's a, it's a more of a headache than it's worth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're big on clean, so we didn't want to. So. Now, is it um, now? I've not been to your establishment. Is it a walk-up window or is it a sit-down inside window uh, so store? We are in the uh, Ridge Plaza uh, at um, Little Road and Ridge Road up here in Pasco County. Yep. It's a walk-in uh, storefront, um, and we have seating for about twenty-seven. We're licensed for wow. Um, so, and we have games for the families to enjoy on each table. Um, we have the Disney movies playing on two TVs, so it's it's a it's a vibe. It's an experience. It's <laughs> yes. a, it's an experience. So the nice thing too is, uh, especially over the past two weeks, when everybody wants ice cream, they don't have to sit outside and sweat and eat it so fast because it's melting in their hand. They right. could sit and have an experience inside the ice cream palace. Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, so from a business standpoint, I mean you know, not to dive into the business finances of it, but you basically bought the business from the owner and assumed like the lease and all that stuff, or, you know, you have an arrangement for all that stuff. Having a walk-in sit-down place is a different level of liability than a walk-up type place. Your insurance and all that stuff is slightly different, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot more (laughs) involved. So, and, and, and what's your daughter's name? Geneva. Geneva. So is Geneva there? Is she working? Is she, is she like, um, this is like her future investment or you think she's going to be like, if it was a dog, she's going to get tired of walking it and say, yeah, dad, it's yours. Or is she really into it? If she ever gets tired, it gets sold. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have a handshake agreement. You get tired of this. It's out the door. Yes. Dad works a full time salary job and it is way more than 40 hours a week. And when I leave, I I go to the shop and I operate with her, but she is there. Uh, six days a week, unless she just doesn't want to go. Some days I let her have off, um, but because she's fifteen and she's a yeah. girl and she's right. you know she's she gonna to have those it, have time. those times where she just doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, but she's listed on Sunbiz right underneath my name. Uh, she is the owner of the Ice Cream Palace. Good man, that is that is absolutely excellent. I love hearing that. We deal with entrepreneurs all day long on this show. We deal with them all day long in the communities that we work in around Pasco County. Um, you are breeding a future entrepreneur and teaching her the responsibility and the roles and taking things on. Is she so involved in stuff like, um, vendor decisions? Like say the, say, uh, you found another vendor besides the ice cream house. Are you bringing her in to say, okay, we have an opportunity to get our ice cream sandwiches from ice cream world. And like, are you bringing her into some of that stuff so she can see behind it or is she just front of the house type stuff? 
yes, there's no change that happens uh, with the shop that she is not uh, a part of the decision making. Um, any menu additions, menu takeaways. Um, she is learning QuickBooks uh, with me and my accountant. Um, she does the ordering. She has been doing the ordering since day one. Um, it, it is a full economic experience for her because I want her to know the ins and outs of the world. She knows taxes from sales and use tax all the way down to the employee tax that we have to pay. Um, she's learning the payroll. It, it's all on her. All right. So here's my next question about Geneva. Okay. Is she's, she's 16. So she's going into what? 10th or 11th grade? 11th grade. 11th grade. So is she giving you yet the, why am I going to school dad? I got a ice cream shop or is she like, look, I want to go to school to get my degree so that I know the best ways to operate this business. Is she, is she square like that? She's she's good. Um, she wants to go and get her business degree because she owns a business. Right. Obviously she technically owns two. Um, and so, yeah, she she is full fledged. She wants to know the ins and outs. Um, I told her, you know, this is a good experience. And if we do it right and, you know, the economy allows, she may never have to work for anyone else. Right. You know, because she has this experience under her belt. So is she the most popular kid in 11th grade? I mean, like. Like, you know, when I was a kid, it was we went to the pizza shop across the street to hang out and play pinball. Look, I'm showing how old I am to play pinball and Space Invaders or whatever it is and eat pizza and hang out with my friends. Like she actually owns the shop. So are all her friends, like her girlfriends, like, yeah, we're going over to Geneva's spot. Like, do they? is it like that or is she just like, yeah, no discounts, no friends and family discount. You play full boat if you want an ice cream sundae. They do pay. Um, she is not big on discounts. I have to kind of help her in that Love her. Um, you know, She's going to have to do the follow-up to this podcast. We're going to have to have her on the follow-up. Okay, so she's no discounts, okay? Discounts, and her friends typically come work for us. Oh, good. <laughs> so, Listen, you know. are – the service that you're doing, not only in your family, which is incredible, um, you're actually – having a whole eco, an economic ecosystem that you are building around your daughter's world that is teaching a bunch of young people some responsibility, some work ethic. There's so many great things about this. I can't even, I can't even begin to, to applaud you for, for doing that. With all that in, in mind about the ice cream, palace, we just talked for 11 minutes just about Geneva and the ice cream palace. Talk to me about your background. Like how do you get like, I know when you were a young man hanging out, you weren't like, hey, I want to buy my 15-year-old daughter an ice cream shop. What is your gig? What is your 40-hour full-time gig? What do you do and how did you get here? Oh, okay. So I have a very eclectic background. Um, um, Education-wise, my first degree is in early childhood education. Um, my, my other degree is in uh, counseling and psychology. Um, and I work in an oral surgery practice. Uh, <laughs> Right All right, so you, so you shifted gears, you zigged when you should have zagged. Okay, we got gotcha. you. Yeah. So was the original intention to be like an early ed teacher? Was that kind of your goal going into all this? Yes, and I did. I worked in the uh, field of early childhood education for six years. Um, okay. I taught for about two and a half years, and I was a, a director for four. Um, I segued from there, ended up in 911 as a dispatcher, Uh two years in Pinellas and then about six months or so in Pasco County. Okay. Um, and then I ended up in the utilities department 
And then here in the oral, sur oral surgery practice, I was front desk, moved to office manager, and then now I'm a presentation specialist for Dr. Michael Picos uh, here on his, uh, for his Implant Institute. So, and, and where is that located? That is right in uh, Trinity um, off of uh, Mitchell Boulevard. Okay. So you don't have a big commute to your day job. You're just coming down Little Road. Is that kind of the, 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 the commute daily? That that's it. We live right here in Trinity, actually. So it's right around the corner. About five awesome. <laughs> awesome. So so that's your day job. And when you say you're his presentation, is it presentation coordinator? Is that the is that the title is a presentation specialist? So I create his presentations uh, for all of his courses, for all of his courses. OK, so so he's not only a, like, a, a, a surgeon, he also is teaching other surgeons. Is that part or is he like, what, that's part of his, his overall um, uh, practice. He's not just teaching, he's not just doing surgery on patients. He's also teaching other surgeons how to be better surgeons. Correct. Yes. He is uh, 40 years in the, in the practice. Uh, he's an oral and maxillofacial surgeon and he teach, he operate, uh, operates four days a week. Um, and he, um, teaches as well. And he teaches right out of the facility there in Trinity, or does he have a, like a teach at like an adjunct, like as a professor in a local school? Uh, a little bit of, of both. He has oh. a state of the art facility right there in Trinity um, where they have courses. We do a large symposium down in Orlando two times a year. Um, and he also goes and travels and does lectures uh, here and there. So so is the majority of, you know, I really want to talk about the ice cream palace, but this fascinates me because you do have a very, you know, a very diverse background. Is the majority of the surgeries he's doing kind of like TMJ type stuff? Is that the, is that the bread and butter or is there, is there a garden variety most case scenario? Um, so he does uh, this uh, same day teeth, which is basically full mouth uh, implants, uh, non-traditional, uh, they're not removable. Uh, right. So he's putting like the screws, like the anchors in the in the gum line and going around and doing the whole thing. Yes, sir. And he could do a whole set of tops and bottoms in one day. It, it's same day teeth. Yep. So. Wow. Cool. Wow. That is that that seems like a lot of work. So what is a same day? I mean, you're doing the presentations to teach the other doctors how to do it. What is the same day procedure? Like I go in. How many can he do in a day is what I'm asking. Two. Two a day. Yeah. All right, so each one probably takes about three to five hours, depending cool. on how, how banged up things are in there. Yep, yep, depends wow. on how many teeth need to be removed, if it's top and bottom, yeah. All right, so one of the questions I usually like to ask people is like some myths and misconceptions about their particular field. I mean, for you, there's such a, a wide background. I don't even know, you know, like if that question is applicable here, like is there a myth? All right, let me ask you this. Like, the myth might be that, yeah, I know up north. Like, I, I don't know if you could tell from my accent or all my hand movements. I'm from the northeast, right? So ice cream shops in the northeast, generally, they don't close down in the winter, but they really have seasonality to them. Mm -hmm. Is there seasonality in Florida? I, I would think there's not seasonality in Florida. I mean, you guys have been doing this a year. Did you, you know, you, you're a metrics guy. Did you see any dip in flow? No, it's, it's been steadily increasing as people start to find us and uh, see our hours of operation. It, it's increasing. Um, it's hot pretty much here year round. So, right. you know, we don't have a seasonal uh, lull, really. And then from where you're located, I mean, we're in Florida. So 
Um, is the majority, even you're telling me about the experience there, but is the majority of your clientele parents with young kids, or do you get an older group of people? Because you are kind of up towards like, you're kind of between Trinity and Spring Hill, right? Is that kind of the proximity? So that's a little bit of an older demo up in Spring Hill. Do you get a lot of that coming down? Do you get a lot of people from Trinity and Starkey and all that area going up to you? How does that, how does that audience look? It's very, uh, it's it's a mix of both. We get a lot of families. Uh, we get a lot of families with younger kids. We get the teenagers that kind of can bring themselves. And then we right. also get a lot of the, the older demographic. Right. So, so let me ask you this. We're talking about a 40 hour a week job doing presentations for oral surgeons. Then probably, probably another 20 to 30 hours a week uh, being managed by Geneva at the ice cream shop. When you are not doing that, when you guys are not doing that, what do you guys do for fun? I mean, does Geneva have other hobbies besides being a, a killer entrepreneur and like a Shark Tank future contestant? Uh, she likes her art, uh, which kind of segues to our other business, uh, Four Eyes Artistry. Um, okay. Basically, we design T-shirts, um, she hand paints shoes, uh, clothing. Um, it, it's fun. That's all online-based uh, we have Facebook and Instagram. Um, Do you have like an e-commerce store for that stuff and you're taking photos of the art and putting it up there and then listing it? Is that kind of how you're doing it? Or do you have like a, uh, okay. And and the stuff she's doing, are you guys going to, are you finding like old Jordan ones and she's tricking them out or is it geared towards her demographic, young girls that are looking to be stylish or is it kind of hipper, older like, you know, I mean, you know, there's different, those are two different groups. Does she have a, uh, a kind of a genre that she sticks within or is it all over the place? It's kind of all over the place. It depends on how she feels that day and what she's looking for. And sometimes we get custom orders where people request certain things and she'll divvy that uh, up as well. Wow. So please take this as, as I mean, it is, I got to meet this kid. I, I, I mean, I, she's super impressive. Where is she as far as um, in her class? Is she is she in the top end of her class or does this other stuff kind of distract her where her grades might not be as good as they could be? Or is she just all around fantastic? Not to be that parent, but she's pretty much she's the best kid there. ever, Shaq. Is that what you're going to tell me? She <laughs> is the best yeah. kid ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is an honor roll student, um, has been her entire uh, high school career and most of her middle school career. Um, COVID actually was a, a blessing to us. Um, that was going to be my hardship answer for you. Um, we, we haven't gotten there yet, man. We I haven't know. gotten there yet. Well, we're, we're, we're going there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, during, uh, she was in school um, as a traditional uh, student um, during, and then COVID happened. Kids got sent home. They had to do online. And she started to soar um, as a virtual student. So after she decided she wanted to try uh, Florida Virtual, and it, it works. She's yeah, she's been doing phenomenal. You know, it, it's so funny that like, look, I, I've already made a joke about how old I am. I'm 51 years old. OK, okay. I went to high school in the 80s, had a mullet, the whole nine. Like it was all that. Right. So when I was in school, there was one way to be taught and the kids had to work around the teaching and either you rolled with it or you kind of slipped behind. And I think. One of the great things about education now is we've started to realize that every child 
learns in a different way. Some need a visual. Some can read a, hear a lecture. Some could just read a book. So you're very, very fortunate in that regard because I know parents whose kids had to step out for COVID that have never recovered, that have just, you know, have anxiety about school and crowds and masks and all that other stuff. And yet this young lady has used it as a catalyst to get her, you know, to, to basically, I don't want to say get to her goals because her goals are just beginning. I mean, she's just getting started. But um, but that's amazing, man. That is truly taking a hardship that everybody was kind of going through and turning it around and, and both of you making it solid. So um, I hate to ask this question, but do you have any other kids? Like, how, do you have, is it just Geneva or do you have like a, a series of children coming up that are ready to take over Pasco County? Not a series. Um, <laughs> I do have another daughter, uh, Jocelyn, and she is 19. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's the two of them. Okay. So, um, so how is that dynamic? I mean, 19 and soon to be 16, two teenage girls. Um, do you have headphones or do you have like Valium? Like what type of stuff do you use? Because there's got to be a lot of music playing. There's got to be a lot of leave my clothes alone going on. There's got to be a lot of that. I, I'm assuming there's a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Okay. Uh, my 19 year old is, is uh, gone now. She's not uh, living in the home anymore. Okay. Um, and I, I, it's a good thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> Prior to Listen, that, the whole idea, right? The whole idea is to raise them so that they can be independent thinkers. Right. They can they can move out, and you've given them the tools so that they can flourish on their own. Right. I think Geneva could actually take over your mortgage and just kind of let you guys live with her. At least what it seems like. But good One for day. you, man. Bravo! You have uh, two two young ladies that are, are are doing the right thing and and really making things um really making things happen. So when you guys, you know, when you're not there, like. When you're not doing all this stuff, is there, besides the making the clothes and the other job, I mean, is there another job or is there actually a hobby? Do you like do you like watching the, the Bucks, the Rays? Do you like boating? Like what type of stuff do you guys do actually for fun to completely decompress from all these things? We like laser tag, uh, bowling. Um, all right, what's, what's Geneva's average, 290? Like is she a 290 average bowler? <laughs> She's not, she's not that good. Okay, all right. So we don't want to get her too big. But we found we found the chink in the armor. She can't bowl a 290. So all right. So you know, forget this kid. She can't bowl the heck with her. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh so all right, so <laughs> if there's one thing, like look, it, this kid sounds amazing. I keep calling her a kid, she's probably more mature than I am, and I'm 51 years old. So she she's doing all this stuff. You guys are hanging out and doing your thing. And the ice cream palace is growing. Everything's trending up in the right direction. Yes. Is there, and it may be too soon. You're only a year in, but from the sounds of it, she's probably looking for businesses that are being sold that she could slide into and replicate this. Or are we not quite there yet? We do have some talks uh, going right now and we okay. are hoping to have uh, a second location uh, within the next year and possibly getting mobile here, whether it be a food truck or so gotcha. cool trailer cart situation. We are working on both of those right now. The nice thing about the truck is because you're getting all the ice cream, the way you're getting it, it's really just right. Finding a refrigerated truck and taking on the insurance liability of somebody being out doing your thing. But that gets you into the neighborhoods and it almost acts like a mobile billboard to bring people back in to, to get the experience. 
Where is um? Where are you thinking for location number two? Uh, in the Land Lakes area. Land Lakes. Okay, cool. Very cool. So as we start to wrap this up, if there's any one thing that, like, I know the one thing I'm thinking of, but is there any one thing that you want people listening to this to go, man, we need to come see Shaq. We need to come see Geneva, see the Ice Cream Palace. What's the thing you want them to remember to get there? Um, I mean, we've got ice cream tacos and ice cream nachos. You can't you find that everywhere. I think that I think that about sums it up. We have ice cream, ice cream Mexican food mixed together. You can't go wrong with that. Um, okay, so then the big question is this: We'll put all this in when we when we post this. But what's the best way? Just come on up, give us the address, give us IG, give us IG for um, for the artistry, give us all those tags and and links and all that stuff, and then we'll also include all that when we post it. Lay it on us. All right, so we are at 8641 Little Road. Um, that's the Ice Cream Palace address. Um, you can find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, TikTok at Ice Cream Palace of Pasco. Um, Four Eyes Artistry is very straightforward. It's Four Eyes Artistry. The word for is spelled out, F-O-U-R. Um, and yeah, we're on the same all three platforms. So she hasn't picked up Stitch or whatever the other one. There's a new, like, what is the the Facebook version of Twitter, whatever that is, that's out. She probably has one secretly in development. She's probably developing an app that all, all is going to unseat all of these. But Shaq, <laughs> it has really been a pleasure ch- talking with you. I- I'm looking forward to I am definitely going to take a ride up and check out your place. Uh, I'm more of a soft serve guy. I'm not going to lie. But uh, the experience in it for me is what's going to be the thing that I want to check out. So, guys, if you're in the Trinity, Odessa, Starkey Ranch, Newport Ritchie, Port Ritchie, Spring Hill area, all up there in Pasco County. Heck, if you're even in Citrus and Hernando County, come down, check out the Ice Cream Palace. Were you going to say something? No. Come on. Come see us. Come on and see him. Come see Shaq. And definitely, if you don't want to talk to Shaq, come see Geneva. She's the star of the show. Shaq, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.